Hello and welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast, uh, episode 37. Uh, thanks very much for listening. My name is Brandon Curry. Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And Trevor, just a reminder, uh, social media, we've, we're pretty much everywhere. And then also yeah. Anchor and Google Play, Yeah, you can iOS. come to us, listen to us from, uh, as Jeff says, Apple TV, iOS, Google Apple Play. Watch. Apple <laughs> Apple Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Apple bracelets. bracelets. What makes this a bracelet? Well, I'm just saying, they just you know where they're going. You just, you just lit a fire under an a- Apple 100%. fan. 100. percent Calling an Apple Watch a bracelet, and I'm looking at that Fitbit. Looks much more this feminine. Checks my health and all that for 40 bucks. What's that cost? We're not getting into what's <laughs> price here. 600, 700, 800? No, no, actually, it wasn't that 400? much. But help anyways. us help you stay informed. Yeah. 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 No All right. So, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Battle Royale top. here. Let's just time we should out. do another episode. And we're us. across the table from yeah. each other. UDR. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, Jeff. Yes. We, we, got a, we were getting some questions earlier about um, uh, just what our thoughts were. On the national versus micro, micro uh, versus macro here. Micro versus macro when it comes to housing markets and what have you. So you want to maybe shed some light. Well, right now we're recording. I think it's near the end of February. So oh, airing no, wise. Airing wise. Well, right. we're, yeah, recording, we're recording January fifteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, sixteenth today. And we'll be airing uh, this at the end of February, which is a great time be because everyone's stuck in their house right now, hibernating with snow because we're getting hit. This Saturday, we're recording with with a foot of snow, so nobody really leaves the house for a while. So during this time, you get pent up buyer angst. Basically, they're they're trying to design. Kansas City also won the Super Bowl, right? According yes, to you. Yes, yes, okay, they did. There we go. Book it. <laughs> what was the point spread? I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know who it'll, it'll, be, it'll be. Probably New Orleans versus them, but it'll be interesting. Sorry, I don't mean to derail you. Back on Tre- top. Trevor doesn't really know football anyway, so let's not let's not talk about. Okay, that stuff. let's just okay, keep going. Keep going, guys. <laughs> just the Apple thing. Anyways, everybody's asking, what should I do with real estate this year? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? And and uh, Brandon was asking about the macro, and you could probably talk better about the macro for real estate, because I really kind of focus only on Niagara. Yeah, so, I mean, it's when you hear, so when you hear numbers in the media, the media About tends, Canada. About, it's typically well, macro it's, it's numbers. It's Toronto, so basically, Vancouver, it's Toronto, almost, that's Vancouver, all they talk Montreal, about. Montreal, Canada. Large city. Ontario. They don't talk about micro numbers. So whoever's listening, when you're listening to this, wherever you are, really talk to a professional and specifically in, this in your area, in, yeah. a realtor in your area. Because as an example, um, you focus a lot on Niagara, Jeff. Only Niagara I and focus on. Jeff, like as you know, what January seventh, the GO train got granted to the Niagara region to, uh, you know, with a surprise announcement. A really surprise too, announcement, yeah. which basically it's it's round trip uh, GO GO train. You know, yes, once in the morning and once in the evening, but to start to start, but there's more coming. Um, so when you when you see that kind of that impact, everybody knows when you look at Hamilton, when you look at Barrie, when you look at Milton on the impact Go has had on those regions. Yeah, it's yeah. been massive. I've seen you talk about this on Facebook with people talking on Go Train. The Go Train, when did it come to Hamilton? It came, I want to say... been there for a while. Yeah, about five or six years ago. <clears throat> it, I'm going to peg it longer. Peg, you can peg it, uh, yeah, probably you're yeah, correct. Yeah, because Aldershot was around. Uh, it's been a... I could ask my Google phone. Oh, but you're, I know. Yeah. Okay, but but for example, like the one in downtown Hamilton. Yeah, that's maybe five years old. 
right? That that's remember we were you and I were talking. Uh, it was like a newer station. Yeah, it's a bra- the brand new station, yeah, that, King's Cross or something. The the da- like, are you referring? Is that the main the main street or whatever? It yeah, is? it was a slum area. It was yeah, a bad area. It may have been rebuilt, was. but I remember when I was, uh, you know, at Scotia, they that's been around for a while, and that was. But case in point, I know that our our Sun Life office. I, I was told by a Sun Life financial center manager, uh, who had relocated back down to Niagara, that you know. When they moved there five years ago, the GO train had already been there for two years. So maybe let's say seven years yeah. at that particular location. Yeah. Yeah. And the place was – the area that they, they had built the station was not the best area. It's now one of the most expensive areas in Hamilton to buy because people just want to – Be close. Close and walk and go into Toronto yeah. or go into wherever. Close so walk to where, where, village where they are. And Where's that station for uh... – St. Catharines. Uh, via Real Rape by Ridley College. Yeah. And then... And who owns real estate close to there? Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> you and um, I are close <laughs> enough there, Bob. Yeah. But uh, the... the Lucky. The area... Absolutely. So specifically, Jeff, I guess I want to get back to... Real estate. Real estate with, with the micro conditions versus the macro conditions. Because your president of Royal LePage said that it'd be a consistent uptick in 2018 with a little bit of a downtick in 2019 is what he was um, forecasting. Oh, Phil Soper? Yep. Okay. Um, but you don't see that for the Niagara and a lot of different microclimates. But if you want No, to- no. I think I think Niagara is going to be much different than Toronto, actually. And Toronto might stay flat, but I see uh, not a huge uptick in, in Niagara. But, I, I, you know, they're, they're predicting, I think, 1.7% raise in in uh, sales across Canada, so it's fairly flat with inflation. But I think Niagara is going to be a little bit better than that, personally. Uh, and I think it's got a lot to do with people looking for more affordable houses from the GTA, so they're continuing to come down here. Um, I'd say, especially on weekends, most of my calls are from people out of, out of town. I think the big problem we have in Niagara, and, and, and Brendan spoke to this early, earlier, you should really, if, if you're working with a real estate agent, you should work with someone from the area. And uh, a thing that really annoys a lot of the local realtors here, you have a lot of Toronto agents who are coming down here who don't know the area at all, and they're trying to provide expertise for their Well, they for, don't know the pockets. They don't oh, know. The, the pockets right? are huge because, like in every city, there's going to be a safe pocket Absolutely. and a, a little bit of a... A shady Look pocket. at by fourth where the go train's coming. One side of Louth. Well, you get the wrong side of the tracks right. in every city exactly. almost, you know. So yeah. that's the problem. And, and and what we find, and this is an annoying thing for realtors, and this is a common trend, and you'll see people trying to list differently for this. They'll have clients who, who want to come down and buy to Niagara, and the Toronto agent will tell them, and I don't want to, you know, talk bad about all the agents and I don't do this when I go to Toronto I'll I'll refer it to somebody because I want their expertise to take care of my client they'll send their client through at an open house or book a showing with a listing agent and report back say I really like the house and then the agent or the agent just throws in the paperwork and really you're not doing your own due diligence as an agent if you haven't brought your set of eyes and your expertise through the house you know and, and maybe Bond you can talk talk to that about any legalities on that if, if there is a course of action when something happens at the end and they're saying we didn't know about it because really if you're the listing agent you're showing people through the house you're providing customer service to the potential buyer not client services and it's completely different it's completely different sure like, totally i mean any time you're not as diligent you sh- as you should be as a professional i mean you're you're potentially opening yourself up to liability yeah right 100%, so and, and it's like anything else i mean it, it would be akin to you jeff uh, you know, telling your 
your buyers over here to to just go without you. Yeah. Right. It's not. You're well, not, and that that was a problem with with GTA agents too, where yeah. now we have to have electronic lock boxes in Niagara, which is starting at the end of the month. I have to go for a training course on January twenty third, but the agents were were handing out the actual lockbox code to a house that was listed and not even showing up with them. Yeah. And people caught wind and, and well, there's all kinds of legalities to that because agents have insurance on well, there. Who knows them. what the person's going to do once they're in Some, that someone house. Someone falls right? down the stairs without Anything. it and the lawyer, you know, and the agent gave them the box. Like, I don't even, that's Pandora's box right there sure. just opening up. Absolutely. But, but to, to bring it back around, what I think is going to happen in Niagara this year, I think we'll have a, a not a flat market, a, a little above that and all that, but Really, I think the agents who are going to be very busy are the ones who, who you know, take it seriously. And, and I always say the cream rises to the top. And so the agents who are properly showcasing the houses and have proper due diligence on the house, you'll have a, a, a somewhat balanced market. So if you're properly showcasing the houses, you know, you'll, you'll get top dollar for it. And if you're looking for houses to buy and you want to save a couple bucks on it, look for the ones that aren't ready for market. The ones that, you know, are painted poorly and stuff like that have parquet flooring on the floor. Anything yeah. like that because it'll stand out and it'll be negotiated down. The weird part about Niagara right now, we've probably got more agents in Niagara than ever before. Just because of 2017 was one of the busiest markets we've ever had, I think, in the history of Niagara. 2017, not 2015, 16? Well, it ended so, towards the beginning of 2017. Got it. About yeah. maybe April That's 2017. But as far as yeah. transactions, yeah. we blew it out of the box, Royal LePage NRC, and then 2018 was kind of a, a somewhat correction. It dipped down a bit to be more like 2016, but when you're a new agent and, you know, you're listing stuff and it just sells without even blinking, and then the next year you're not getting any, tra- tra- you know, transactions at all. I think one of the stats that Royal LePage put out there is from January 1st, 2018 to September 1st, 67% of agents in the Niagara region only sold three transactions or less. Well, you, see, can, I mean, you, you can't even survive on there's that. There's a difference between a real estate agent and then someone who's moonlighting as an agent, right? Well, and it's yeah, those moonlighting and, people that and, and and people don't understand how hard it is to get in there. And, and I'll be honest, when I started, I moon moonlit too, yeah, because you kind of want to ease in. But sure. unless you're full time, you got no chance to make any money in this business. It's yeah. like being a part time yep. lawyer, being a part time financial advisor, yeah, part time mortgage yeah. person. You know, like yeah. say I'm working at Tim Hortons on the weekend, and I'll you know I can't show you a house today because I you know I got to sling donuts. No no offense to people working there, no, like that because you get paid decent now. But absolutely, you know, no. But what different. you're saying is, yeah, you, it, it, you I guess. You can't do anything professional. No, if you're doing a part time. No, you can't. If you do half the time, you half ass it. That's all. So I guess just too much to know in any of our industries. Oh yeah. If if you're going to be at the top of your industry, oh my God, you're looking sixty, eighty hours a week probably. Easy. And it it doesn't count when you're showing the houses or talking to people, but the paperwork behind there, the phone calls, the returns. Like someone put a joke or a meme on uh, Facebook. You wanna? Someone said, "What's it like to be a realtor?" And the joke was. I'll text you every 10 minutes for the rest of the day till you break down and cry. Yeah. And I laughed my ass yeah. off about that because it is, you know, it's just, <laughs> I need this, I need this, I need this. And that's fine, you know, and, and as long as you're loyal to the client, you get back to them as soon as you can. But it's, it's peaks and valleys. Like, oh, my God, shoot me. But to, 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 to sum it back up, I think Niagara's going to have a good market. It'll be, a, I think, a balanced market this year where the cream will rise to the top. So if you go with a good agent, you'll, you'll be taken care of. But if you're going to sell and you do the right things, you'll make good money off of it. If you're going to buy, me personally, I say aim for the houses that need a little bit of work because you can save some money off of that too. But I think Niagara will have a good year this year. I think it'll be similar to 2016. 
Oh, wow. What about the similar, like in terms of similar to 2018 too? Because 18, yeah, 16 and 18, I think we're about the same. Yeah. So you had a, a, was a just spike. through the roof. But, you know, Trevor, you might have a good idea right now because you'll be looking at people who are getting pre approvals right now. Yeah. Because I got everybody saying, what do I do this year? I want to buy this year. I want to sell this year. This is the year I want to do it because I, last year they didn't really do it. But like pre approvals are starting to, I think, probably rock right now. I was going to say, you know, a couple of years ago, so that 2017 boom was probably my busiest start of live deals to the year um mm. like january february march uh, just fundings were were unbelievable but you know normal years yeah this is a pre-approval time for sure uh and you know jacqueline and i were talking about it the other day and she was quite Who's jacqueline uh, jacqueline's my associate that i work with um she was uh she was looking at the files and all the pre-approvals that are coming in she was quite uh, quite surprised at how how good of a start we're already having to the 2019 year like i think i have 20 people right now lined up to buy and sell and they just want to know when's the right time to do it and and i say if you're gonna sell i think the best time to sell the whole year is pretty much march because you've got that seller and buyer angst that's built up because the big snow is coming i think in february you know february is kind of a, a crap month it's you know it's great because you got valentine's but i i'd like to go on vacation every february basically because it's the worst month but when you, when you have no inventory out there because everybody wants to list in spring and, and typically the most of the people out there list around April, I'd say, because they want the weather to be really good, but there's no inventory left in the first couple of weeks of March. So if you're strategically thinking about it, if you have the right things done, you get rid of the parquet floor and stuff like that, you know, you painted a non-neon color, you're ready for market that you can get top dollar in March because there's a lot of buyers out there at that time. And there's nothing to pick from. So. Yeah. That's really some really good insight. Really, really, really. That's a real good professional. Does it insight. speak to you, Brandon? Any it of the stuff yeah, I'm saying? And just, just for people that are listening, he was looking at me the entire time. He said parquet flooring because I've got a rental property that has parquet flooring. <laughs> and and so, you can go to any place to buy flooring. And they don't sell parquet flooring anywhere. Been in there? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been. In I was going to say the flooring is actually in decent shape, but yeah. yes, it's, it's parquet. But it's parquet. Tell me where you buy butter. parquet flooring parquet. today. You can't buy it anywhere. I don't think. I, I, I think it ceased to exist. It's not butter. <laughs> can't believe it's not, but it's parquet. All right. Uh, well, Corny thanks, dad joke. <laughs> yeah. well, well, thanks very much, everybody, uh, for tuning in and listening. Um, again, you can, on all major platforms, including Chromecast and yeah. Apple TV. Yeah. So even with which are hosted on iTunes and Google Play. Yeah, even but with your Apple, Apple TV. TV. Spotify, too. I don't think we mentioned that last time. I, That's where I listen yeah. to it a lot. Spotify, Stitcher. But, uh, keep the questions coming. Thanks very much, everyone. Yeah, and... Talk to you Take, soon. Take care. Help us Thanks. help Ciao. you keep informed. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Out. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, and NBC Sports. 
Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice in the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.